everybody. Welcome to the Truly Kenya podcast. I'm Kenya, and I'm excited to be here. It's probably, what, four of us, just me and you, real intimate group. Um, Nobody really knows about this podcast. Nobody that my kids don't know because they don't follow me. Um, People that I'm in contact with or dating, they don't follow me on Instagram, nor do I follow them, so they don't really know. So really, the only people that know about this podcast is you guys, if you follow me on Instagram, I guess, and Facebook. So I'm really excited. Um, I do have, this is not the first one. My first one was taped weeks ago. Um, and I posted, I posted a picture from that day and it was very, it was very divorce heavy, meaning I wasn't bashing my ex. However, I was talking about, you know, how we got to where we were and where we were at in the divorce. And that morning it was because there were so many tears shed on my end of finally doing something I had talked about for two and a half years that it just didn't seem proper. It didn't seem like where I needed to be directing my energy was towards the divorce. It just it just didn't seem authentic. And um, I'm always I always want to be authentic. If there's ever anything during my podcast that I don't want to answer, or I don't want to talk about, if you guys ask the question, I'll just say, I'm not answering that. I don't, I don't have a problem with that. But I wanted the first episode, which is actually the second episode that we're going to pretend like is the first episode, just going to be about like me and where I'm at. So today we are going to talk about my dating experiences since the divorce. And when I say the divorce, I'm not divorced. I know I'm not divorced. So you don't have to be in my DMs about that. We haven't even started the divorce. But at some point, I would be, I am going to be divorced. And I think emotionally and mentally and how I'm moving around, I consider myself divorced. So um, yeah. So anyway, so that's that's what I think. So when I'm saying divorce, I do realize I am not technically divorced, okay? So um, something about the podcast is what I do think from that first episode that was taped is that this show is probably for people 21 and over because there is no telling what is going to come out of my mouth. That is what I realized. You guys asked the shadiest questions, literally, and I just walked right through that door. You asked and I answered. And it made me realize that, oh, my God, when I went back to listen, the questions were funny. However, I was like, this is for 21 and over. So this is not the podcast you're listening to on your way to carpool. This is not the podcast that you're just going to turn on speaker for the office to hear. This is the podcast like you are in your car by yourself where I spend a lot of my time or you have on headphones. Um, And what it is today as it evolves and God willing, it evolves. So may not be where we decide it needs to be in a month or, you know, 
two months. This episode, we're going to talk about um, every morning, I wake up about five o'clock, I just lay in the bed and I scroll. I read about seven newspapers, you know, gossip, uh, just newspapers in addition to gossip. So every episode, I'm going to go, if I come across some, some headlines that I want to talk about or spiked some sort of level of interest of mine, I'm going to talk to you guys about it. And then after I get through that, then we're going to go to whatever my topic is. So for instance, today the topic is what dating is like, has been like for me. And hopefully something that I've done right or wrong or one of my experiences, you guys can relate to it or pick up you know, something that will help you or something for you to um, look out, you know, like, oh, I don't want to do that. You know what I mean? I'm glad she did it and she shared it. So I won't do that. So and the same thing goes with with my divorce. You know, um, I'm, I'm trying to be transparent about it because maybe there's something in this whole process that you will get. Like, I don't want people to go through divorce, but just in terms of your navigating relationships. Maybe there's something you can pull from it. So, okay. So today I wanted to interview Chelsea Holmes. Chelsea Holmes runs, what's the name? Okay. I want to get it right. Her Instagram is prison love and friendship. Okay. So it's at prison love and spelled at spelled out friendship. Okay. So she is a prison matchmaker. So she match makes Love interest and even just pen pals. And it's just so freaking um, interesting to me. She has a show called Prisoner, Prisoner of Love or Prison of Love. Uh, I'll have it right by next week. So we're going to talk to her. We're going to talk to her next week. She's real cool. But, you know, as I'm dating and my DMs are lit, like on freaking fire. But at some point, it's going to dwindle down. It just has to. Like, it just has to. So I am going to be exploring all of my dating options, okay? So she's going to come on and talk to us about her matchmaking and, like, what it entails and all of that. And I can't wait to talk to her next week. So let's first talk about the news stories, okay? So, okay, so I love... A fact that means absolutely nothing. I love having little tidbits of information that most people be like, why do you even care about that? I just care. I don't I don't know. Like say they do sometimes come in handy at like these boring dinner parties sometimes that I have to go to. But okay, so here it is today. And this is really a PSA. So you guys should appreciate this fact. Now that I'm dating. I just want you to know to be careful when you are planning your trips to the dentist because your dentist can tell if you have given someone head. This is really for women because I guess the way it will hit the the penis will hit your back of your throat it leaves a bruise like like and the dentist can tell. So if your dentist ever like does a double take, he probably knows you did it. So I am sharing this so you will know to be careful about these appointments. You may want to wait a couple of days or reschedule or just don't be giving nobody head like right before the dentist because it will leave a bruise. And they said that 
you know, obviously they're trained not to call you out on it. But if he double takes, you know, he probably knows. And I'm just thinking, if I were a dentist or a dental hygienist, I would not say anything while you're there. But if that bruise was like, looks aggressive, like super dark or super big, as soon as you left that room, I would be talking about you. I I would really be talking about you like, wow, she really put some work in. Whereas if it were a very faint bruise that I could barely see, I may be saying she should have focused more or she didn't really put her all into it. But I just think that that is so funny that your dentist is able to tell something like that. So um, that's my PSA for the day is be careful about these dental appointments. And then another story, this is actually like a sad story. My favorite Kardashian is in the news this morning, Khloe Kardashian, um, Tristan, the boyfriend, True's father is expecting another baby boy, but it's not by Chloe. Poor Chloe. I, I just feel so sorry because I think she's such a good mother. I think she's a good partner for Tristan. I don't think he deserves her. I really think that she just needs to go back to Lamar. I don't know if Lamar Odom, which I do think is the love of her life. But I don't have any inside information. This is just me. I think Lamar Odom is the love of her life. And if he is clean, we don't have to worry about the money. Chloe got the money. But if he is clean, I think she should give him a, another chance. But this freaking Tristan is now expecting another baby. The woman, he is from Texas. She says they've been in a relationship since November of 2020. Don't you remember when Kim was talking about how, <clears throat> excuse me, watching um, um, Chloe and Tristan work out together, made her realize that she wanted more from her own marriage and in terms of a relationship. Do you remember that? So they're working out together, but Tristan is flying this woman from Texas back and forth, back and forth. And also he is, I'm sorry, I'm parched. Okay, so he's flying this lady back and forth from Texas. He has a birthday in March. She says that's when she got pregnant. So now they're expecting baby boy. And he's not denying it, but I just feel so sorry for Chloe. In fact, I think she should just turn off her comments for a couple of days. I think she should stay off of the Instagram, um, any type of social media, and just let everybody make their whatever judgments they're going to make and comments they're going to make. Um, but I do think she ought ought to rethink the Lamar Odom situation. And you know what's really interesting about the Kardashians is that they know, those girls know how to make a shit ton of money, but they are the most unluckiest women when it comes to love and finding love and choosing love, except that mother. Kris Jenner, she and Corey been together, it feels like forever. I, I don't know how long. I think she's good at it. But the girls, not so much. And I know you're going to say, Courtney, Courtney, Courtney. It took Courtney forever to finally um, get together with Travis Barker. And I do think that is a real relationship. Like, I really do think she is in love and they are in love with each other, um, Travis Barker. However, 
when they first started, you know, she had been looking and single for so long. So when we first see her and all of the PDA, the kissing and the, all of that, you, we're like really excited for Chloe. I was really, not Chloe, excuse me, Courtney. You're really, really, really excited and happy for her because she's been single for so long. And then we get more and more and more of the PDA. And then you kind of move past, like, we get it. We get it. You guys are fucking. You're in love. We totally get it. So it's at the point now that I think it's staged. I don't, it doesn't feel the PDA part of it. Um, it doesn't feel authentic to me anymore. It feels like, okay, let me see how I can, you know, uh, create a little buzz. Like what crazy extreme thing can I do? Do you know what I mean? So, but I am happy for her. They can make money. They are terrible at finding love. I do feel bad for Chloe because um, I do think of the sisters, she really deserves real love, like to be loved, to be in a loving relationship. I think she's an awesome, awesome, awesome mother to baby True. So I do hope, I do hope she decides to um, move and move differently when it comes to Tristan. Because she has options, okay? I don't have options. She really has options, that Khloe Kardashian. So, I don't know. I hope she decides to move on from him. What if I just tell you the story? How about that? Tammy Roman. Okay, so Tammy Roman, if you remember, was a basketball wife. She was also first year. She was on the first year of Real World, like that first season. She was... On with David. She it was a black guy named David. Was he a writer? I don't know what he was. Rapper, writer, something. The the she and David got into it. Okay, so I guess they have tried to make make up. I haven't watched it, but they have tried to wake, make they have tried to make up on this reunited show. Okay, how she and she has a little blog out. I think on YouTube talking about all the behind the scenes stuff that actually was kind of interesting. I'm not watching the series, but to listen to her talk about the bat, the behind the scenes of making the reunion was really interesting. Okay, but I'm talking, I'm talking about her because she was on the reel, and she's married to a much younger guy who doesn't have kids. Now she has two grown kids. Okay, um, and she said that if her husband Reggie decided he wanted to have kids. She would essentially kind of fall back and give him that space to do that for like a year or two, like help him co-parent, just be supportive. And it made me think how evolved I am not like to. I would never I would never do that. Like that wouldn't even cross my mind to tell my husband, go, go do this. I will be here waiting because she said she was not going to date. She would just kind of wait for a year or two. Why? I would be like, no, we can get a surrogate. Or, you know, if that wasn't an option, I just don't know why Reggie would need a year or two. Like, why give him so much time? Like, if her thing is like, here's a weekend, go get somebody pregnant so you can have a kid and it will co-parent or whatever. Okay. But a year or two, it just made me like, damn, I I got a long ways to go in therapy before I get to that point where I could tell anybody, a guy that I love, like, go do that. But I'm not really into younger guys, younger like that. And it's so funny because when they are in my DMs, I'm always thinking, not 
I'm not who you should be going after. You should be going after somebody younger that will be suing you for child support in like five years. Do you know what I mean? But it's so interesting. And I just, and I'm so interested in her and I would like to have a conversation about her. She talked about a lot of other things in that interview about her body dysmorphia. Um, I think she was really, it was just a really good interview. If you have an opportunity to go see it, I think it took a lot of courage for her to like, open up about it, like, because we thought something was going on, but not really, we didn't know what. Um, and for her just to get out and talk to her, talk about it like that, I thought was really cool and probably helpful to a lot of people that are um, out there. Um, I have a funny, quick, I have a funny story about David, though. So this was before Austin. Austin just turned 21, little blocker. He's a blocker. But he just turned 21. But before Austin was born... My ex and I were in New York, and somehow we linked up with David from the real world. David on the real world was accused of sexually, I don't know if he raped somebody or sexually harassed somebody. It was something regarding he sexually violated somebody someplace, right? Okay, so... We met him out, and he was with a new girl. Like, he, they had just started dating, I don't know, like a month or so before. Um, we were all having fun. We were standing on, like, a, it was end of the We got through the night. End of the night, we're all, I can't remember if we did dinner and a club or just a club, but we're all on this New York corner where I picture everyone that lives in New York in these, like, super cool conversations on some cool corner. But anyway, so it's my ex, is David, and his new girlfriend. And... um so we're like talking, you know, getting ready to say goodbye. We have maybe two more minutes with David and his new girlfriend. Two more minutes. And then my ex is David. Man, I can't believe you found a girl. You're not, bo- you're not bothered by David raping a girl or something like that to the girlfriend. And I just put my hand over my mouth and was like... <gasps> I got in front of my ex and looked at him like, what the fuck? Like, why would you say that? So this is what was clear after the ex said that, you know, and he's like, the ex was kind of drunk. And when he's drunk, you know, loose lips, whatever. But David was like, everybody was like a deer in headlights. The girl went freaking crazy. Like, literally. And I'm trying to calm her down. Like, well, you know, I mean, what do you say? Do you know what I mean? It's okay. And that hasn't been your experience. And maybe you just need to have a conversation with him and find out, like, the the details of it. And But she's going, like, seriously crazy on um, losing it. I shouldn't say she's going crazy. Losing it. Which, if you found out your boyfriend sexually harassed or violated somebody, maybe, maybe you will go crazy. Um, so she is like, I'm taking a cab. It was no Ubers at that time, I don't think. I'm taking a cab. And he's like, well, let me make sure you get home. I'll go with you. And she's like, no. No. So she takes a cab. David is obviously very pissed. I'm just trying to defuse the situation. I'm pissed at my ex. Like, why would you even say that? You know what I mean? Why would you even say that? David ends up going back. I guess he didn't have a place to go or he needed a some place to go for a few hours. He ends up going back to with us to the hotel room. And you talk about seriously a crazy crazy night. And I haven't thought about that story in so many years, but to see David 
like, you know, because they're showing all the cast and what they look like now. And he really kind of looks the same. But that is one story I will never forget. I wonder whatever happened to that girl. Like, was was it really over at that point? Or did she, I don't know. I think it was really over because I don't think I've ever seen her again. Um, So those are, those were kind of some of the few news stories that really stuck out to me this week. Um, or the over the last couple of weeks is what I should say. And today we are a week and one day out from Thanksgiving. And if anybody knows me, they know Thanksgiving is my most favorite um, holiday of the year. Like it's my holiday. Okay. So everybody we host. So everybody usually comes to my house and I tell people what they can bring. You, you, like for the main meal, if you want to just try out some appetizers and things on us, that's that's cool too. But in terms of the main meal, I let everybody know because I know what everybody can make good, okay? And if you would like to submit a new dish to be considered for the Thanksgiving meal, you could do that. But do not just bring your new dish to the Thanksgiving meal, main meal, okay? If it's a dessert or an appetizer, go, go ahead, go for it. So one, I have a lot of white sofas all around the house, outside, indoors, everywhere. And we have a lot of little kids, which makes me so happy. We have a lot of little kids now and younger kids. So my thing, I tell them every year, clear sodas. So if somebody spills something, I don't have to worry about trying to get the dye of the soda out. I gave Lakeisha one job. She had sodas, clear sodas. I gave her a list of clear sodas. No, that one job was too much. She added some Coke, Diet Coke, regular Coke, and that wasn't enough. Then she wants to add orange soda, grape soda. So now I just have a fucking rainbow of sodas in little kids, right? And I didn't realize it. And she said, oh, it's, and I realized at the end of the night, I said, did you not follow a rule? Like, we're all, like, cracking up. And she said, but I was watching everybody. Everybody that took a colored soda, I was watching everybody. So I can honestly say there were no, the sofas are still white. Thank you, Jesus. And the other thing is, I usually have sippy cups for little kids, and I couldn't even find them. It was a little disorganized, but we had so much fun because this year the California room has a screen, it has heaters, so we were really using our outdoor, our the outdoor indoor space, and all of the food was really, really good. Guess what I forgot? So I make lists. When it comes to Thanksgiving and it's the only holiday, I make a ton of lists of my to-do. When I need to set the tables, when I need to make this dish, that dish, or whatever. And um, this year, I forgot to put sweet potatoes on my list of things to do or to have someone else make the sweet potatoes. Totally forgot. Leave it to Barbara Jean, who is my 78 I think she's 78, my 78-year-old mother, maybe she's 79-year-old mother. She's in the kitchen. So I get all of the food laid out. And then all of the elders make their plate first. So she's just walking around the kitchen. Hmm. Hmm. And then she says, where are the sweet potatoes? 
And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, I, for, I forgot about the sweet potatoes. I forgot to make sweet potatoes. I didn't have them on my list. And then she says, mm, what black person forgets about the sweet potatoes on Thanksgiving? You know, and I'm like, okay, Barbara Jean, I forgot about the sweet potatoes. I will make you some sweet potatoes this weekend, but I just totally forgot. So then when one elder, you know, announces no sweet potatoes, everybody else gets in and talks to me about these damn sweet potatoes that I totally forgot. What I can say, it will never, ever happen again. So, but anyways, the food was good. We eat, we do a dance party. And when I say they took us back to the 50s, I mean, every generation had a DJ, okay? So it was a lot of fun. And like I said, it's just my favorite, like to to be, my house was built for entertaining my family. So when I designed the backyard, when I designed the house, maybe not when I furnished it, but when I designed it, this is what it was for. Like my family, my friends, barbecues, get together, things in the backyard and to like get everything laid out, set, watch people making their plates. It just made me so happy. You know, it just made me so happy to be with my family on my favorite day of the year. So um, I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving also. So I'm ready to start talking about dating. What about y'all? Okay, so my thoughts about dating is first for me, I had to figure, okay, let me just say this. So before even dating, so when the divorce was first announced on my Instagram, um, in my DMs, I got a lot of penis pictures, okay? And I have never gotten penis pictures. So yeah, I was a little excited at first, but now I have enough to seriously last me a lifetime. And they come in all shapes and sizes and and some were like really good and I did share them with a small group. And then some were just okay, but those are the probably the ones with the really good personalities. And then I had one that was exceptional that I DM'd him back and then I asked if I could get a profile picture and he obliged and sent me a bunch of other shots or whatever. I mean, it was like really, really nice. But then after he sent me the pictures, I blocked him because I was just really embarrassed that I even asked that and that he responded. So I was trying to pretend like it never happened. So he got blocked. Now, I don't really get a lot of penis pictures anymore, which is totally fine. I do not need any more penis pictures, okay? And then from that, it came to just you know, people, guys and girls in in my DMs. And so everybody that I date, no, that's not true. So if I am dating or connecting with somebody, it, it either it either did come through my DMs or it came through, you know, Facebook or it came through somebody that knew me and they like went through that person to get to me. And there's only one person that I sent a friendly DM to that, you know, we started just chit-chatting. Um, we we connected. But um, other than that, like, the people that I am connected to, and when I use the word connected, that means, like, I'm texting or FaceTiming or 
like talking over the phone or like going out with like kind of hanging out with. Um, and I don't know if dating is like always the right word, but hanging out, I could, I think I feel comfortable saying that. Um, no one follows me. I don't follow anyone. They don't follow me. I don't follow them. They don't know about the podcast because I've never talked about the podcast. One person I asked one question to, and he gave me a real solid, quick answer, which I do appreciate. But my kids don't follow me on Instagram. So the people in my life close to me like that don't check for me on social media, which is awesome because I really feel that that allows me to it's just me and you, you know what I mean? And I can really say what I want to say. Um, now, I won't be talking about people I'm actually dating. I don't think I'll be talking like that because, you know, it's private. And this is private. So I won't, but I will tell you about dates I have been on or people that maybe start off as a date and then you just realize that, mm, we're going to be friends. And I will say every single date I've had, I have not had a bad date. Every single date I've had is, has been um, a good time. Like it doesn't mean it all turns into a love interest. Sometimes you realize like, no, we are not a match, but we're going to be good friends. So that's what I think. I don't, I, I don't think there's one person that would be like, I don't even want to be your friend. I don't think that that is it. For me, that has not been my experience. I know men and women, you all tell me like it is not shit out here. But right now, I'm really having a good time. Like I don't have any complaints. And that also can be like I'm so new at, at dating. So I'm just excited about it. Um, and I'm excited about my options. I'm ex- excited about saying, yeah, I want to do that. Or no, I don't want to do that. I'm just having fun with it right now. And I think part of it is because I'm clear about, because I've gone to therapy, I'm clear about what I want and what I don't want. I know my limit to bullshit. And sometimes I do entertain it because sometimes I find it kind of um, enjoyable, like kind of funny. But but there is a limit to how much bullshit I I can just ingest, I can take in. and I'm clear about intentions. So intentions for me are a really, really big thing. And so sometimes it takes me a long time to date because I'm trying to figure out a person's intentions when it comes to me. And and how I put these my dates in categories or people I'm connecting with is I keep it super simple, super simple, stupid, works for me. Is those that want to fuck me, which is most of them, and that's not necessarily a bad thing, but you know, you know, you know what it is. Those that are actually um, really interested in getting to know me better and to date me, and those that don't know where the hell to put me, what category to put me in, either because it's super new, I'm super sarcastic, and sometimes like if you are texting uh in a tone you know you just can't pick up what is she being funny or is this bitch being serious and she's just rude or whatever so i texting is not my favorite in fact i have add so i get really bored 
really quickly. I can do some text, but in terms of like connection, um, uh, that the the mental the mental and the emotional connection for me comes through phone calls. I don't have to see your face, but the tone of your voice, the affect, the affect, the affect of your voice is important. Um, I like to hear, you know, when you're laughing or when you're pausing. And if I say something super crazy, if you can hear, if I was being sarcastic, I can hear if you appreciated the comment. I can hear if you understood the joke. So it just to me, for me, it is it's an easier way for me to figure out people's intentions. Because um, like I said, sometimes on text, I, I kind of get lost. Like I, I just can't tell. And then I start to get bored and then I start to fall back. Um, so that's a big thing for me. And the only deal, the only problem for me in the intentions is sometimes the intentions show become clear before I want them to become clear. Okay. Because if you don't know the intention, you can still have fun with the relationship. But once the intention is clear, then you have to, you now know this dude just wants to fuck me and you got to move forward that way. Or you then deprive yourself and try to act like you don't know and you don't care and it's still all good. Um, And sometimes you don't want to deal with intentions, but they do pop up and I stay true to them. So for instance, I'm gonna give you two examples. If Sometimes, some people really like to text, okay? And I will say this, every single guy in my life is uberly busy. Like, they got a lot of shit going on, okay? So I don't have, like, a nine-to-five guy, unfortunately, okay? These dudes have just a lot of stuff going on. One of them, okay, this is a, this is a good, a, an example of good intentions or I, or worked for me. There's a guy that that I hang out with or I talk to or I connect with, whatever we're going to say, primarily lives, he's an international banker, primarily lives in New York, okay? So he has a place in San Francisco, um, and he comes back and forth, whatever. So we are planning to go to dinner. He's in New York. We're planning to go to dinner, and we've been planning to go to dinner for like a couple of weeks because he was going to be in town for like two days, 48 hours or whatever, the day before, he calls and said, listen, I'm I'm going to have to miss my flight because I have a work thing. You know, I have a client. I'm not going to make it. So I probably won't be able to meet you tomorrow for dinner because instead of two days, I have one day and I have to go into the office. He had all this stuff to do, blah, 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 whatever, right? So he tells me over text, like, hey, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do dinner. So I respond by text and I say, listen. Don't worry about it. Shit happens. I'm good. You know, we'll see each other when we see each other. So he flies into town and um, he takes a red eye, whatever. He gets into San Francisco like in the morning. And then we kind of touch base. I don't know. When he lands, he say, hey, I just landed, whatever. I'm like, oh, great. Glad you made it. And then he proceeds to say like, so, hey, this is what I have to do today. And I was like, oh, okay, well, have a good day. You know, and this is what I'm doing, Dave. Have a good day. You know, maybe we can talk later. So we, you know, we don't talk. And then 
He could have just not contacted me again that day because I was not expecting it. And then about two o'clock, he said, fuck it. What are you doing? And then I said, told him what I was doing. He was like, we're going to do dinner. I have to eat. You need to eat. And I'm just going to, I'll figure it out. But we're going to see each other tonight. We're going to have dinner. Right. And then I was saying, no, really, don't worry about it. Do what you need to do. I know you're leaving tonight. It, it, it's really not that big of a deal. And then his response is like, I fucking just told you I'm going to figure it out. So we're going to have dinner. Can you be in the city by, I think, 5 o'clock? I'm going to meet. Okay, so the plan was, he said, just meet me in the city by 5 o'clock. Meet me at the palace. We'll have drinks and appetizers. I'm going to have my client meet me at the at the palace. I'll go talk to my client. And then we'll do dinner. You know, we'll just do dinner. So I was like, oh, yeah, okay, fine. I like the palace. I like the lobby. I like the bar, whatever. So that wasn't such a big deal. Um, so we do that and, you know, just chat it up or whatever. His client comes in. So he goes to, he leaves me at the bar, which was great. The bartender was awesome. You know, feel safe. Nothing's, what's going to happen at the palace? So he goes and he takes, and it's a Chinese guy he's meeting with. He goes and they go like super far away or it feels far away to me to this little table in a corner. And then I'm sitting there, you know, I'm talking to the bartender and, an, and another guy comes into the bar and he's not like there's me, a uh, empty stool and then another stool. So he's in the other stool and he's sitting there, you know, talking to the bartender too. And then we start chatting. Like we start talking about something random, like, you know, what are you in town for? Are you here? I don't know. So he and I just start talking and he's actually a nice guy he's some executive at facebook or something so when i say me and this guy and so the guy started moving closer to like the stool next to me and i don't know i don't know if it was like to get closer to me i think it was you know because we were, were in conversation so i think it was that really but the guy i was there with before that dude got to that bar stool he was right there. I was like, whoa. <laughs> and he was like, um, why don't you get a drink? And I don't even drink, right? He said, you could just come over here with us, right? And I was like, okay. You know, it was just so weird. It happened so quickly. So I was like, yeah, all right. So I went to the table and I didn't know how do you greet a Chinese businessman? Do you, you know, are you, do you like bow? Like, hi. Do you reach out to shake their hand? You know, so my dumb self, I'm doing like a half curtsy, like it's the Queen of England. Do you know what I mean? And then the 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 Chinese guy just kind of giggles, right? And I was like, I'm not supposed to curtsy, huh? He was like, no. And then we just kind of started laughing. And he was like, you know, you just could do a little simple whatever. So he taught me how to do it. So I just sit down and then they're talking and they're speaking to each other in Chinese. So I don't know what they're talking about. They could have been like, did you choose the dumbest bitch you could find to bring over here to this table so she could curtsy in front of me? I don't know what they're talking about, but it's all in Chinese. And then I don't know, like, can I pull my phone out or is that rude? So really, I'm just sitting there. <laughs> and then I turn around, you know, I'm just sitting there. So they finish up and then we do dinner. And over dinner, I find out, I was like, what was that about? You know, like you running over there popping up like that and then he says because I saw the guy and I saw the guy getting closer and I was like is that fucking guy trying to talk to her so I couldn't concentrate so I was like I'm gonna just move over here now this is the same guy 
like when we first just started interacting, I'm not jealous. So if you're looking for a jealous guy, I'm not that guy. And I'm not jealous. And I don't trip off of a lot of things, something like that, right? So I said, he said, why were you talking to him for so long? And I was like, listen, you said you're not the jealous type. If I would have known that you um, may have an anger issue <laughs> or be the jealous type, as soon as the guy said, hey, can I get you a drink or what are you drinking? I would have said, I'm here with someone. But you said you're not the jealous type. So I was just chit-chatting. And besides, who cares? Like, what did you think was going to happen? Did you think I was going to give him my phone number? Did you think I was going to leave with it? Like, I thought it was so silly. But at the same time, I was... I heard where he was coming from. Like the conversation was probably too long. And I said, you know, you could just text me like uh, you need to stop talking, stop talking to him. And I just would have stopped talking to him. Okay. So intentions. What I'm telling you that long ass story to tell you his intention was to see me. So he made that happen. Okay. Now here's a flip side of it. If you are not sure if a guy is really not giving you what you have said that you want or you need. So I am very spoiled when it comes to um, time and attention, okay? Time, you know, I'm kind of flexible with because I do know everybody has a lot of stuff going on. Um, Communication or attention, I'm not as flexible because I think you could text somebody at a stoplight. You know, you you have two to three seconds to say like, hey, I'm thinking about you. How you doing? How's your day? It doesn't really take a lot. And I'm easy. You know what I mean? I don't need to have this full on text conversation. But if you can't find five fucking seconds out your day to say good morning, good night. How you doing? How's your day? I was thinking about you. That already lets me know what road we are probably going down, because that's all I ask for time and attention. And as busy as you are, everybody, all of us, all of us, you like, like he told me, you have to eat. You like at no point in the week, did you have an hour to grab a coffee or, hey, you know, no, no time in that week you had an hour. I don't believe that. I don't believe that for anybody. If I tell you that, that's a fucking lie. If we are connecting and you say, hey, at any point this week, can you meet me for lunch or for coffee? And I'm like, absolutely not. I have not one hour this week to meet you. That's a fucking lie. And that's just how I feel about it. Now, I don't think you need to see everybody every week. For me, I, I don't need that. But I do need conversation. Okay. And the text is fine. But like I said, I get bored. I get really bored. So I need phone calls and phone calls don't have to be long, but that's just how I choose to communicate. And most people that I fool with choose to, they understand that. Okay. And if the intention is I'm going to get to know you, or I want to know you better, or I want to see where this can go, then You're going to carve out, you're going to put me on the schedule if that's what it takes, five minutes, let me call this chick so she can feel she got her, 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 some attention and she got some conversation. So, and if all of that is too much, that's fine. If a dude or a woman tells you, I miss you too, and doesn't take the next step, 
to try to have some sort of contact with you. Um, for me, it's the phone or a longer text or a more text conversation or a FaceTime. The motherfucker doesn't miss you. And that's just that that is what it is. And whatever you choose to do with that is what you choose to do with that. But there's no way somebody's going to say, I'm going to say to somebody, I miss you. And then let more days go by and not try to reach out to you. I just I just don't think that 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 is real. I because I'm so verbal about what I what I want, what I need and how I want it that. Everybody, everybody's not supposed to be a love interest. That's what I think. I do think everybody can be a friend, though. So I don't know. That that that's that's what I think. And when I was first getting a divorce, um, when it first happened, I was thinking, okay, I'm gonna have all these lovers. I'm gonna have one for travel, one for food, you know, one for sex. You know, maybe one is funner than the rest. So. I, that's what I was really thinking. And then when it comes to fruition, you realize this is not who I am. I don't know how to juggle a lot of people because time and energy is so important. And energy in that who I want to be, share space with, who I want near me, on me, in me, all that shit is so important to me that I don't want to give energy up like that to, to everybody. And you shouldn't either. Or... If, if that's your thing, then okay. Okay. But um, I do hear you guys when you say it's not shit out here, but I think that there are. And I think that you cannot go into these dates with an agenda. So never in life, even before I was married, when I have dates, I'm never thinking marriage. I'm never thinking um, we're going to be together forever. Like all my dates are, how do I get through the date having a good time? Like, I just want to have fun because at the end of the day, what I do know is at the very least, we're going to have a good time and we're going to decide to be friends. Like, it's never marriage for the rest of my life. And I think some women go into these dates like thinking, is he going to make a good father? Maybe if you have kids, that 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 is a concern. But for most of us, don't just 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 be in the moment and enjoy your coffee. I also think first dates should only be 30 minutes to an hour. It should never be dinner. I think you want in and out. So if the shit is going way bad, you can get out of there. Like, hey, thanks for coffee. I don't even drink coffee. I do coffee dates, okay? I, I can easily do a green tea. But, you know, you're in and out. And if it leads like your 30 minute led to an hour and now you guys talking about dinner, okay. But for a first date, I'm just telling you guys, you never want anything longer than 30 minutes because sometimes people in person are, are not what they what you thought they were going to be, you know, when you finally get together. Um, the other thing is I have had somebody um, fall back from me because he said that I had a wall up, which is somewhat true. He felt he couldn't really, I wasn't allowing him to really get to know me. But the truth of the matter is, out of the guys that I talk to, I bet you not one of them. And and they're not a lot of guys. Like I told you, I cannot, I can't do that. So let's just say three, three guys. I bet they couldn't give you five facts about me other than she got some kids at the house. Um, she has a dog. I bet you they wouldn't even know the dog's name. Um, what else do they know? 
I don't, I don't I just don't, I bet there're five facts that they would they would not know about me. And it's because people like to talk about themselves and I like to listen to the stories. So I'm okay with that. I don't I don't need to be constantly talking ever really <laughs> about myself. I would prefer to listen to every story you have to tell and I think that even with that like no, I may not be like the most open open person, but my 50% is better than most people, most people's 110%. I put that on my kids, okay? So you are not going to walk away. Okay, he was the exception. Nobody has ever called me out. He is the only person that's ever called me out. Like, you don't really talk about yourself. I was like, motherfucker, you really haven't been asked about me. But, you know, I just let it go. And, you know, and I was like, I think I'm just slower to, like, open up and... I always tell everybody, I'm an open book. If there's like a question you have or something you want to know, just ask me and I'll tell you. But I think people like to talk about themselves and I like to listen. So it doesn't, I don't know, kind of works out for me, I I think. So my first date was with, he is not a street dude, but he was like, you know, he grew up in the streets, but he's like a regular dude. And... We were out and I was with him and his friends and it was me and we were at a bar and the friend came in. Everybody was very nice. And he said he was asking me directly, like, do you smoke? Do you do you drink? But before he could get it out, the, the, the guy that I was with said she doesn't smoke or drink, like, like totally intercepted that whole conversation. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, that was so sweet. Okay, that was seriously my first thought. I didn't say it out loud, but that was my first thought. And then my second thought was, damn, you, you need to raise the bar. I mean, really, is that all it takes? Is a nigga saying that you don't drink or smoke? And for my in my head, I was like really cracking up. And this is a person that I don't think we were a good fit, like to be dating but we still talk a lot and we're like strictly just friends and he still 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 cracks me up cracks me up to this day um so let's see what else um i'm enjoying dating i think i already said that um i'm a romantic <laughs> so little things mean a lot to me like little, like like the phone calls mean a lot. The texts mean a lot. Flowers mean a lot. Like like notes mean a lot. Like, like really small things mean a lot to me. And I think for all of us, men and women, you need to understand what it is that means a lot to you. Because if you don't know what means a lot to you, there's no way you could ever articulate it to someone else. So for me, I'm a small things kind of person. But if my thing, if my love language was gifts or I don't know, I can't think of all the love languages or something else, then you calling me or you texting me or you checking on me or you sending me flowers would not really mean much to me. So I think we all need to to know and to be able to articulate what makes what makes you feel good. So Okay, so that's what it is. We're not going into these dates with agendas. We're going to know exactly what makes us happy, what makes us feel good, what your love language is. Um, We're going to keep our expectations to, at the very least, I'm going to have a friend when I come out of this date. And we're going to trust intentions when they bubble up to the surface. 
And then I really do think that you guys will be okay. But if not, we're going to talk to Chelsea next week in case we all need to find us an inmate. Okay. Now, um, I think th- I think with dating also is that with COVID, um, people have learned how to entertain themselves. So when you used to be out at two o'clock in the morning, you know, by 10, 11 o'clock, you're like, mm, I'm ready to go home. Kind of like my house, like my space. You realize that you do not need a lot of outside of your house time. Like I'm kind of kind of a homebody, although I do like to do stuff. Like I love concerts and all that kind of stuff. And um, and then I wanted to get through some therapy because I don't want to be t- carrying a lot of baggage. And then I, my kids are home for breaks and all that. So it kind of makes it easy like not to like date, 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 date. This is what I thought because I meet when I'm on the road or not even on the road, like I'm always on the, on the road. Just as I move throughout life and my day, I meet and I know, I meet and I know, like, some of the coolest single people, whether it's guys or women, that that on the surface are, like, really appear to have their shit together. So I don't know about anything deeper. But on the surface, they really seem to, like, they got jobs. They are, you know, keep themselves up. They seem like they want something serious. Um, so I'm going to start a dating app. I'm going to start a dating app. Uh, how much do people pay for a dating app? Uh, okay, so let's let's see. It's going to, I don't know. I got to come with the, with the name. But we would start a dating app on this show, and we would charge our introductory offer would be $4.99, okay? And that's the basic and inter- introductory. And then it would go up to, oh, no. It's it's me. I don't have any experience. We'll just keep it at the four ninety nine at the basic, the basic rate. Okay. So for four ninety nine, I am going to find all of the good eligible people. Okay. So this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna do credit checks. So everybody know. Okay. We are going to um, run. What do you call it to find out if somebody been in jail? Whatever that that. So if they have. If they have, that doesn't necessarily mean they cannot participate because you good girls like these bad boys, okay? So it just means if they have killed a bitch, we may not want them, okay? Okay, crimes against children, crimes against elderly, and if crimes against um, women, we're, we're probably going to stay away from. But, um, you know, if, if they sold some some drugs, you know, we can let them slide. Cause it, and if they were kind of high up, then we know they have organizational skills. We just need to help them move that skill to do something legal, okay? So we're going to accept them, all right? Um, so we're going to, you know, just because so just you got a record doesn't mean you cannot participate. I will be the judge. Okay, so at four ninety nine, but I'm gonna check out women too because I don't want to be bringing you guys like crazy women to then make you do something crazy and then and then you get a record because you were on our dating app site. Okay, so we're gonna do that at four ninety nine, and then if you want a premium, check this out. If you want a premium package, okay, which will be the nine ninety nine, I will have a phone interview. I will confirm. The truths versus the lies, meaning where they live, 
if they living alone, if they living with their mama, if they living with the baby mama, whatever. We're going to confirm all of that for you at the $9.99. What else can I offer? Oh, maybe we'll do a psych evaluation at $9.99 too. So that's what I do. And I think I, it could be it could be helpful to, to all y'all, okay? So I don't know when that is happening, but I think that is a good idea. And if there's somebody who builds apps, y'all could just take the ideal and run. I don't care. But there are a lot of single people out here that seem to be normal and looking for love. So let's help them out. At this point, I hopefully someone was supposed to send me some questions that you guys have asked that they pulled up. So let's see if I have them. I will answer them quickly because I don't think they're that many. Okay, she actually did send them. Okay. All right. Um, okay, so here's one. Have you had a one night stand yet? No. I don't know if I'm white one night stand material. Uh, so I've tried to have a one night stand and we were in the same club. I was at the bar. He came to the bar. I, we were both like with people, but I was at the bar because I'm really a people watcher and I just like to have fun really like that way. Um, he came to the bar and so we were both at the bar long enough. We just started talking and then we started talking about people that were at the club and we just kind of connected like on that level. And he had a good sense of humor. He he was able to take a joke. Um, let me say this to people. If you are ever out and somebody offers you a mint or a stick of gum, I think you should take it. Okay? I don't think you should say no. I offered him, after being in this club for hours, gum. And he said, no, 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 I'm good. I was like, no, no, you're not. You You need some gum. And he took it and we just kind of laughed about it. And then towards the end, he said, um, I'm going to make you breakfast. And I was like, are you? And he was like, yeah. So my friend, she was my bestie at the time. Um, she had an apartment. I, so I still had Emilio, but Emilio was out of town. But I was like, I can't take him to my apartment. You know, I live by myself, whatever. She's like, who cares? You, you, They can come to my apartment. So Heather was a ride or die. Heather is since married. Heather did nothing, 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 nothing that night. She has kids, husband, everything. I wonder if she remembers this. So we go to her her family apartment at UCLA with with a guy. He, and the, the intention is we're going to play cards or we'll play dominoes and he is going to make breakfast. Okay. So... I asked him before we left the club, I was like, do you want to be like, you want to have like a one night stand? Like, do you want to be a one night stand? I've never had a one night stand and you seem like a really good candidate. Okay. So at first he's like, mm, okay, whatever. So we get back to the apartment. And in fact, Heather starts to make, she made burritos. She started to somehow cook. Me and this dude, I don't even remember his name, but me and this guy go into her bedroom and she is really playing like wingman to the other guy, but they're not doing anything. They're just waiting on us, I guess. So we go in this room and we start talking. I talk a lot. This dude talked a lot. Okay. And, you know, I think for me, once I decided I want to have a one night stand, I don't, I really didn't want to get to know. I just kind of wanted to do it. Um, so we start like making out, like kissing and stuff. Like we weren't touching body parts or like penises and vagina, nothing like that. We were just kissing and stuff. And then I think it's about to happen. 
Okay. And then he said, I didn't get your number. I want to get your number so I can see you. When you talk about being on a hundred, like so excited to being a fucking zero, zero, because I was, I said to him, I was like, no, you can't. this, this is a one night stand. It's supposed to be like, we do it. And then you go your separate ways. I go my separate way. It's not like we stay in contact. Like in my mind, that is not how it was supposed to go. So this dude said to me, then I don't want to have a one night stand because I want to get to know you. Leave it to me to choose the only dude in the club that would be not willing to have a freaking one night stand with me because I don't want to give my phone number. I'm telling you, God shows up for me. Like he's like, Kenya, this is what you think you want, but this is not what you want. So we're going to have you choose him that that is going to put a kibosh to all of this. But okay, so that was my one night stand. And I don't know what happened. He actually was a really nice guy. And we did exchange numbers. But then I just didn't never answer his call. Um, worst date. Like I said, I um, like I said, I really haven't had bad dates because I don't go in with an agenda. So a date that didn't lead to a love connection turned into a friend connection. So I really haven't had a a bad date. Um, after 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 being with someone for twenty years, am I? I wonder if I'm supposed to be reading. I'm not going to read the names because I forgot to ask her that. After being with someone for twenty years, is it hard to be by yourself? No, because I'm a I'm alone but not lonely. I love my house. I love my family. I'm having a great time with my kids, and I like the friends I've chose to keep close to me. So no, I'm not having, I'm not having a hard time. You know, we are totally like reorganizing a house. So, you know, I have things going on. Um, let's see. Let's see. So let's see. Um, what else? Um, and then I have the kids. Austin is such a cock blocker boy. But anyways, um, best date. I think I don't want to say what my best date was. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't want, I'm not going to say what my what my best date is, because I'm not going to. <laughs> but what if the most thoughtful was the guy that I think probably one of the most thoughtful was the guy that flew in and said he couldn't have dinner with me, and then thought about it and was like, "Fuck it, I'm just going to have dinner with her," you know. So I thought that that was kind of nice. Um, what kind of locks do you have? These are butterfly and I'm getting ready to get them redone for the last time. Yeah. Next week, I think. And, um, you said once somewhere you pole dance. Is that true? I do pole dance. I love it. And would I ever have plastic surgery again? This is a really good question because I'm thinking about it. So if I had plastic surgery, so my breasts are um, implants. So when I'm out, sometimes I see girls and like, okay, let me just show you. So they are able to wear like super low cut stuff and it looks good on them. And then I could try the exact same shirt on. And I make it look cheap and not good. So if I'm ever in something like super low cut, there is a lot of tape that has to happen to make them smaller and everything. So sometimes I do think like maybe I want smaller breasts. 
I think I do want smaller breasts. I just haven't proceeded with it. And not a lot smaller, but a little smaller. So um, maybe, maybe I would do that. Um, have you have you dressed up in costume for sex? Never. Maybe if it was like Halloween or we were coming from some sort of party that we had to dress up. Um, I, you know, I have weird sex things. Like I am not. Okay, so I don't have body issues at all. So I don't mind getting naked, being naked. I don't have sex issues. Um, I, nothing like that. I don't. I don't have those things. I don't like super long sex. Like anything over. Okay, if we've been together for a minute. Anything over an hour, I'm not. I'm. I'm bored. I'm thinking about something else. I'm. I'm probably looking up at you, thinking, what would he look like with a black ball in his mouth? And a harness, you know, like something super stupid, like, and on all fours, you know, I don't need longer than an hour, okay? Maybe an hour and 15, okay? So that's one thing. I am not a super, unless it was like, if we're going to count foreplay, then we can probably increase it a little bit. But I'm not a long sex person. I mean, within that hour, I think you have really, every position you've wanted to get into, you've gotten into, um, I think the oral set, I don't know, hour I think is, is, is awesome, okay? And then my other weird thing about sex is I don't need recaps of whatever type of sex we had, whatever we did the next morning while I'm trying to eat a fucking bowl of Cheerios. I do not need googly eyes. I don't need a recap. I was there. I know what happened, okay? It's really embarrassing, first of all, to me, anything to be talking about it because that hoe that was in that bedroom with you that night, that morning, I don't want to talk about her. This is the daytime Kenya, okay? This is the professional Kenya. I do not want to talk about Whatever happened in that bedroom, I, I just don't want to do it, okay? I got it. I was there. I know. Um, so those are really like the only sex hangups that that I that that I may have. Um, okay, is it is it weird having guys over to your house where your ex where your ex lived? So I haven't had guys over um, yet. Um, but I had to. I thought I was going to be divorced in six months, but that did not happen. So, but I had then decided that the first of the year. So I've already kind of had the conversation with Austin and Kennedy that hey, you know, first of the year, and especially by summer because I love my backyard and I like watching movies and I like getting in the hot tub and hanging out. I have a really awesome backyard, so we there will be company. Okay, so, but no, I have not done that yet. And I don't know if it would be weird or not. Um, do you like bad boys? What's a bad boy? Like, a, like um, I do think I'm a really good girl. Um, bad boys. I think that, okay, so I'm going to say bad boys are people that have a record, like some sort of criminal activity in their past. Okay, so. I don't know if I'm really built for that, but I will tell you about this date that I went on. Okay, so this was years and years and years ago. I was somewhere in my 20s, and I was in Oakland. And in Oakland, we had a lot of, like, drug dealers, but that was never, ever my circle. Other than the fact I used to do some work. And let me tell you, don't nobody pay like a drug dealer. I used to do some of their homework for them. 
um, best job I could have had at that time, but when, in like in high school. So I was at, there was this hamburger place like on Skyline or 35th. I don't know when 35th turns into Skyline is this hamburger place. And so I was there and I met a guy um, and we just started talking. It was like no big deal, but we did exchange numbers. So I'm not going to say his name because I don't think he's ever said my name. It wouldn't it be funny if I said his name and he doesn't even remember me. But anyways, he, we talked over the phone and then we decided to go, to go out. Okay. So I didn't really know, like I knew whatever he did maybe wasn't super legal, but I just didn't have any idea of the level he was at. Okay. None. So I had just stopped date. Okay, so anyway, so he we, this is our first date. He comes to pick me up from my house. He f- tried to blow the horn. I was like, I don't know what this dude is about, but you better come to the door. Um, you know, you didn't find me on, on a street corner. You ain't you. You're not gonna pick me up like like you know like I came from a street corner. So finally, after blowing his fucking horn, he gets out the car and he comes. I was like. What, what was that about or whatever? And we're just kind of joking about it. We get in this car. So as we are driving out, this guy that I used to date is driving in. And then, okay, so then he flips a U to chase us all through East Oakland streets. Okay, so he does that. And then um, the guy that I would, this is when I realized like, okay, I'm not built for this. So the guy that I was with said, push your chair back, push your chair back. So I'm doing like the part you sit on, pushing it back. He was like, not that far. He was like, not that far. She's stupid. He meant the part where your back is. So he said, push your, your chair down the back of it. And I was like, what for? What for? You know, cause the guy I dated was just like, a regular guy. And he said, just do it, right? So I let the, my back down. So I'm like kind of laying back at this point. And then he said, reach back and get my gun. I was like, gun! And I'm like, and I just start crying like, oh, no, 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 not a gun. He's a regular guy and da 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 And he's like, get my fucking gun. But I wouldn't do it. And so the guy I used to date is chasing us all around these streets. Somehow, we, by the grace of God, we lost him, right? And so, okay, so we lost him. And then I'm able to put my seat back up. And I'm like full on crying. It was like, you were going to kill him. And it's not that deep or whatever. And But at that moment, I realized, oh, I ain't built for this shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, so that was probably my last date with a bad boy that I know about. If if it, if I've had others, they I don't know about it. Um, let's see. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Uh, hardest part of the divorce for me was um, probably cutting off or distancing myself from friends. And I'm not talking about you, Nicole. Okay. Um, I don't, you know, I love Nicole. But anyway, so I think that was probably it. Are you dating anyone seriously? No, I'm not dating anyone seriously. But I will tell you when I start to date someone seriously. But I want to note, I don't want to be assuming I'm dating someone seriously. Like, even if somebody says, I don't want you to date other people, um, I, you know, I don't want you to date other people. I don't want you out there. Um, I want you, I want it just to be us. I'm not assuming shit. 
okay? Because how you guys move around is so weird to me. I want a note, like sixth grade. I want I want a note, like fourth grade from Michael Lacey. He did, he ended up dumping me. But in the beginning, it was really beautiful, okay? He wrote me this note and he says, will you be my girlfriend? Yes or no? That is the note I want. At the age I am, from any dude that is seriously thinking about dating me, I want a fucking note. Will you be my girlfriend? Yes or no? So that way I am clear. I am clear about what it is and what it's not. Because I don't want you telling me, I don't want you out here dating and I don't want you doing this. And I'm like, oh, okay, so we're a couple. He's like, no, bitch. I didn't say we're a couple. I just said, I don't want you out here dating. So I want a note, a real note. I'm not kidding. I'm serious. So if I ever get a note, I'll tell you guys, hey, I got a note. I think I'm seriously dating. Um... Um, do, 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 do. Okay, so, okay, let me hurry. Okay, um, no. Fa- oh, my favorite stores to shop at. If, if, if it's something like inexpensive, I like, um, I like J-Lux. I like my outfit online. Love, love Zara. Zara is like a target to me. You go in for like one little item, one little dress or a pair, whatever, and you come out and you spend a crazy amount of money. But I love Zara and I think that they have like really cute things, like inexpensive. In fact, Terrence J was in this Zara shirt. It is like one of my favorite pictures of Terrence J. I think he was in Dubai. He had like on his orange and white shirt and some white pants. And why I remember this picture, I don't know. But in some way, he just looks so, so effortlessly really handsome in it. And um, I was in line paying for something at Zara. And damn, if that shirt, somebody was not carrying that shirt. And I was like, oh, that's Terrence J's shirt. So I, I like Zara a lot. Um, J-Lux. Oh, Mish- Mishki. It's a company out of Australia, too. I like I like their stuff. Okay. So... Was it hard to start dating again? No, it wasn't hard to. Was it hard to start get, dating again? Was a question. No, because, but I'm a woman, so I think that it's pretty easy. I mean, there's somebody that wants to date you or to get to know you or to sleep with you. So no, it was kind of easy. And then um, the divorce did help because then I can just like go and kind of go through my DMs and stuff like that. Um, uh, to see, are you still in therapy? Am I? Yes, I am. Once a week. Crushes now that you are single. I don't have any. I need a crush. Is it like a sexual like select like a sexual celebrity crush or like a like a um emotional celebrity crush? I, it doesn't matter. I don't have either, but I do need to get a crush. Um cuz I just think it would be fun to have. Do you have any celebrities in your DMs? Yes, a lot. I have a lot of everything. But yes, I do. Um, when will you be divorced? I don't know. Um, not soon enough. Do you think it is hard to find love? No, I don't think it's hard to find love. I think it's hard to be, and and this is probably me talking to myself. I think it is hard to be really open to it. I think it's hard to show up for it every day. And I think it's hard to maintain it. Maybe like I think you have to really be invested in the person you're with to, like I say, want to show up, want to maintain it and want to be invested in it. I think that was it. I hope I answered all your questions. 
I think I think that was it. So I made it through episode two, which is gonna we're gonna pretend is episode one. And um our next time we're together, I'll be interviewing Chelsea Holmes from Prisoner of Love. Um, like I said, she's really cool. So I think it'll be a fun interview and she's very open about where she's been and what she's been. And with that, I am excited. I got through it. Hey, we did it. And, um, I'm hoping it will be released soon. And I just want to thank you for your time. If you have thoughts and comments, um, I'm totally open. Um, this is the first episode, so it may have been a lot of rambling. I apologize in advance, but it was a lot of fun. And I hope the shows do get smoother and we'll be able to look back and laugh of where where we, and when I say we, I mean me and you, where we started and where we have ended up. And so that, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you um, for listening to, or watching the Truly Kenya podcast. Bye.